0: Hi, this is Suparna Goswami, Associate Editor with Information Security Media Group. I have the pleasure of speaking with Ashish Sharma, Partner, Deloitte. We would be talking about the various challenges of robotic process automation. Welcome, Ashish, to the ISMG discussion. Thanks, Suparna. Happy to be here. So Ashish, robotic process automation is nowadays increasingly getting used by auditing firms across the globe. However, the process has not yet successfully scaled to the level as it was expected. And I hear that one of the reasons is probably that uh, uh, robotic process automation implementation often includes process uh, redesign, which will introduce new business governance and cyber security risks to organization. Can you kindly explain these challenges?
1: So, your the basic point that you raised with regards to that the usage of bots in auditing or for that matter, multiple other functions in an organization is definitely on a rise. And I would say it seems to be moving in the direction where it is maturing as we speak with more solutions, more sort of controls coming into the platforms which are used to develop these bots, more intelligence coming into the way organization deploys these solutions. It's no more only limited to automating certain step or a process. It is also about looking at it from a perspective of helping bring some level of intelligence by way of analyzing the data, providing judgments. So it's obviously a a moving space. But having said that, you're absolutely right. It does pose its own sort of challenges in terms of what I typically refer as risk of automation, be it a CISO of an organization or an auditor for an organization. There are certain sections of this entire automation program that these functions need to be extremely careful about, while on one hand, a bot is like any other application running in an organization. But on the other hand, if you really look at it from the perspective of the fact that it intends automating iterative, manual activities in a, in a business process, more often than not, you would come across the perspective also of it taking over or taking some amount of work which a human being with its sensitivities and judgments would be able to address.
0: So what should a CISO look for?
1: Let's make it more specific to what a CISO would be looking at. The moment you talk about robotics coming in and automation coming in, the first thing from a CISO's perspective would how secure is the, the tool itself that you're using, the platform itself that you're bringing in for automation. A number of my clients, I do advise them to make sure that whatever platform that they choose to sort of build their robots as an organization and as a CISO, More importantly, I'll be very, very careful about what are the aspects of security these platforms offer. What is the level of order trailing can I actually expect? How does the product, the platform, look at aspects of access management? Even in fact, stepping out of purely what the platform provides, a CISO would need to be very, very careful about the whole identity management aspects. Because, I mean, If for some reason, you do have to go back to the bot and see through what transactions have been posted, you do not want to come to a point where you rely, there is no clear segregation of whether that particular transaction has been posted by a bot or a human being, and really being able to bring in the whole lineage of that that transaction, that data. So aspects of identity management are very, very crucial. Another area that you, as a CISO, I would definitely be careful about would be around data privacy. Data, data risk risk to the privacy of the data itself now not every solution that you're going to be putting on bots will need to necessarily be worried about private data you still need to look at the security of the data but from a privacy perspective there are multiple regulations that we that we sort of have now if your bot actually deals with private data of your clients vendors customers you want to make sure that there is adequate amount of controls which an organization has taken into consideration while building the bot itself as a ciso i will be very careful about some of these things which are a part of overall from a security perspective from a from a privacy data privacy perspective
0: so what does all this mean for an auditor
1: As an auditor, the the perspective would further delve into aspects of the fact that while I need to look at certain aspects around quality of transaction that are being processed, the accuracy of the transaction, the completeness of those transactions, those are are going to be the most important standard controls that I want to make sure that when a bot is put up, let's say, In an environment where a bot is approving approving financial transactions or if a bot is processing my payments I don't want the bot to start approving duplicate payments let's say I don't want my bot to start sending communications to my vendors to my customers which is out of turn so as an auditor i would be definitely very very particular about the adequacy of testing relevance of controls when a a process is automated using bot part of that control which was existing or sitting on that process may also get automated or it may be the full process gets automated the whole control moves into the bot so as an auditor i'll be very very particular about how the organization has looked into those controls whether they've got automated is there a residual amount of that control which is still lying outside and how does the organization deal with that remaining part of control for example i have a couple of activities which are manual one of it an approval process the remaining set of activities are more 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 steps in that process i may automate that steps but for approval it's actually not applied in full then you really need to make sure that the controls which have been applied have been applied in the right way the control owners are correct so as an auditor besides some of the the broader aspects of technology controls i will be very very particular about some of the other aspects as well if i just take another minute say what technology controls controls around the whole change management aspects when A bot undergoes a change while it has gone live after if there are changes that are brought in, the level of control software development lifecycle around robots has the same amount of rigor that you would have for any other application in the organization. So some of these controls around incident management, change management, business continuity will continue to be important controls from an audit perspective as well.
0: So Ashish, also I wanted to understand what are the kind of risk assessment framework that needs to be developed Uh, if I have that robotic process automation in my organization. I
1: think um, what I can talk about is what it should ideally have. When you talk about a risk framework around robotic process automation, you're essentially looking at broader two aspects of controls. One, the controls which are around the whole life cycle of uh, building a bot and from the stage right at the point in time when you are talking about identification of a specific requirement or an opportunity to automate, to aspects of designing a particular bot, the solution on the bot, the aspects of process reengineering as you touched on earlier, the aspects of compliances, the, the typical uh, lifecycle development, lifecycle controls, to the point of controls that you need to keep in mind when a bot is actually in operation, related to supervision, related to involvement of third party, howsoever a third party is involved in building Maintaining or running a bot incident man, uh, management related issue identification related issue So the entire life cycle of a bot has its own control requirement that one as an organization one needs to define that what we've done as part of Deloitte we have essentially built up the entire intelligent automation framework, which essentially as I said uh, divides it into two broader parts one the automation lifecycle itself and pieces that I just about, uh, just now touched upon. And then the other aspects are which are more related to the automation considerations itself. You touched upon one piece which was around secure uh, coding practices. There are more areas which will come into this picture. Data leakage and privacy will continue to be the most important thing the moment you put start putting the bots into your ecosystem. One other aspect which is uh, at times not necessarily seen with the same level of rigor. But it does come back to you when you start building the bots and, build and and implementing in your organization. You do see a lot of publishers and software vendors coming back to you, your ERP vendors, your CRM vendors. They're coming back and saying, hey, how do you comply with the license requirements as well? Because at some, in some way, the solutions which are u- used to develop, using robots, it's quite possible that some of the vendors do see that as infringing the, compl- the license compliance perspective as well. Again, I mean, other aspects could be around the fact that most of the solution that you see around rpa are increasingly moving on to cloud there are platforms which provide those solutions directly as as cloud solution cloud-based solutions and then there are service providers which are actually providing hosting services on cloud for bots which are operating across the globe all aspects of infrastructure and cloud security will again come in very critical while you're building the entire end-to-end framework on how you're going to be running and governing the, the entire perspective So some of these things are gonna be important components of what we should say, the RPA robotics risk framework. And as an organization, I think one needs to define that baseline of what is going to be the most important areas that they need to build in right at the stage of defining the requirement. Because so many times that we've come across where clients, either they have hit a rough patch Or they have gone ahead, built up uh, a couple of hundred bots and then one fine day compliance team, the auditors will come back and ask you questions, which are going to be difficult to answer. So it's always going to be a right approach to bring in a baseline of these controls right at the stage of starting the journey around robotics. And as you keep uh, sort of evolving, maturing in usage of bots, you start bringing in uh, the next level of controls as well.
0: So Ashish, this was regarding the risk assessment framework we also need to understand we also need to have a governance structure in place. So would you quickly uh, let me know like what would be those ingredients of this structure, the governance structure?
1: I think like any other solution, Suparna, the governance structure would be based on three or four key key sort of components. One, from the point of view of the key role holders for uh, robotics and automation as a program, that's going to be obviously the business because finally it's the business who is bringing all aspects of automation, digitization in the business. The technology organization, and I'm not restricting it to only the development organization, but even the sustenance mode would require the operation, the, the governance aspects from a technology perspective. And then the compliance part of it, because you do not want compliance to come in at a later stage. So if, if you were to look at a broader target operating model of an organization, And structure around the whole governance standpoint the role holders would primarily include the business organization the technology organization and the compliance organization the other perspective or the ingredient as you said would obviously be the the risk framework itself that needs to be brought in into the entire lifecycle of development sustenance of a board other aspect uh, which is going to be very critical is the is the whole perspective around how do you go about really answering questions around culture, ethics, and reputation. From an organization perspective, there are cultural aspects in terms of how one it is from a change management perspective and uh, and it's also from the point of view of the tone at the top in terms of how an organization help bringing the level of automation achieving the business objectives while really being very careful about the fabric of the organization in terms of any apprehension if employees carry about bringing in some of these bots which may give them a fear of taking away the jobs in that case, what's the right level of communication? What is the perspective that they need to talk about to make sure that these these initiatives of bringing bot and doing automation are successful in the organization? So, culture responding to the whole culture part of an organization and really like taking it in the in the in the manner that it helps build the right environment in in the organization. More often than not, a lot of automation and solution is moving towards intelligence, and then that intelligence essentially means building algorithms which feed in reams and reams of data. The whole aspect of ethics around what data do I use to train my bots, to train my algorithms, what are aspects of business ethics that I need to be complying with, is something which at this point in time in a lot of way is self-defined but it is important for an organization to keep that in mind while driving on any of these areas when you talk about the governance structure you'd obviously need to place ethics there itself some of the more operational aspects of it i think as as a business no one really does automation for the fun of it you do automation because you look at a certain roi at the end of it a lot of organizations have gone into the bandwagon of automation and then suddenly you realize the whole organization wants to get its own bot get and you realize um, a lot of automation that follows a good automation using some of these bots, you realize they aren't so successful. So the rigor applied on identifying a particular case for automation, the aspects, the controls in the process discovery phase, the aspects of monitoring how those bots have yielded the results will be an important aspect of the entire automation lifecycle for these bots. These would be some of the more important attributes that you would want to cover when you structure um, a a governance mechanism.
0: Well, thank you, Ashish, for sharing your thoughts on how to scale up board auditing by taking into account the associated risks. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Suparna. You were listening to Ashish Sharma for ISMG in Asia. This is Suparna Goswami. Thank you for listening.